Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And today I have Nikki Blitz with me, and that is um, one of his newest songs, Walk. And uh, we've got some other amazing music uh, that he has done, and uh, we're going to be playing that, and I'm going to be having him in the studio. 
If you'd like to call in, our number is 347-677-1036. And uh, the chat room is open. And if you'd like to go into the chat room, you do need to create an account. And if you'd like to call in, go ahead. Just give us a jingle. A jingle. I like that word, jingle. And um, (laughs) just call, and uh, we will talk to you. And uh, I am going to bring Nikki into the studio. And again, I'm Holly Steffi, and this is Red Velvet Media. So, Nikki, you're there. <laughs> Holly, I'm here. I'm here by, by the that graces song. of God, oh my God. And, and modern technology. I am here with you right now in in the virtual studio. <laughs> is that great? I know. It's, it's great. It's really great. Now, listen, that song, I have to tell everyone. Okay, so I was on Instagram. And it was playing around with all the little, like, different things they had. And that song was, like, a soundtrack to, like, I sent you what I was doing. It was, like, your little um, character walks. And I was, like, blown away. Now, I had had heard about you before, but I had not heard a lot of your music. And then once I started digging deeper and deeper, and, I mean, your, his, what you've done and, and who you've worked with, and I'm just going to, you know what, I'm going to let you tell everyone who the F Nikki Blitz is. <laughs> okay. So, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I, I'm really just, I, I'm really just the king of failure, so for, no, you're not. for the past, this is amazing. I mean, oh uh, I, I would say for the past, uh, let's say, I think since I was like 15, I've been like, just just trying to go for all of this. I wanted to be a producer making tracks for Jay-Z. I wanted to um, have a company that scored commercials and films and produced mm-hmm. pop records for major labels. And I wanted to develop artists. And basically over the course of the past, like let's say 17 years, I've been fortunate enough to have been able to participate in all walks of that um, that industry, except I never really saw myself as the artist and I wasn't looking hard enough. Um, life kind of made me look. So now, now I'm just working on my own stuff. So that's kind of who Nikki Blitz well, you, is now. You, you no, know, well, I mean, you've written for a lot of really amazing people too. I mean, you do not just your own stuff. You write for, uh, you wrote something for Miley Cyrus, um, also, you've done. I'm reading here that you've done a lot of stuff with, uh, you know, CNN, ESPN documentaries, advertisements. I mean, also just this really cool music and this really cool sound. How would you describe your sound? Because I mean, it's just like to me, it's uh, really fun. I'm going to be playing well, some more tracks too. Great. Um, yeah, it's 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 so much more difficult to write for other artists because you mm-hmm. sometimes you, you don't get the benefit of being in the room with them. So you have to kind of write something that you feel is truthful and pure for yourself. So if someone else is going to sing it, that they're going to like it, whether it's writing mm-hmm. lyrics, melodies, or just or just making tracks. And fortunate for me, you know, I would just I can't make music unless I love it it takes too much mm-hmm. time. So you got to really, really love it. And all of the records that were placed with, with all those different artists, you know, really I, I loved. So it's great that they cut them, but 
the difficulty in writing for someone else is huge. And then when you literally just put, put all your focus on yourself, it's so much easier because you know what words you want to say, you know, what topics you want to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. what, what guitar sounds you want. So turning from one angle to the other was such a great pivot for me because I know what I want to talk about and I don't need to wonder about it. Mm-hmm. Now you have 10 K islands. Um, that's your record company, right? Yeah. So, okay. so 10, 10 K, um, is, has been like just a, a totally cool organic growing process. We, we started, um, with my business partner, Reed Fossey and 10 K, we started in a dorm room and, I was in Miami oh, wow. and came, yeah, it was, it was like Miami was in um, the university of Miami and I came there with the, you know, like, like any Valley girl would go to school with, 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 uh, with no idea what I wanted to do. Like as far as oh, college, yeah. I always knew I wanted, I, I always knew I wanted to do music and um, I went into the advertising school, but while I was there, I quickly started meeting other artists and musicians that were at the music school there, which is a really well-respected place. And mm-hmm. the talent that I was seeing, I just was like blown away. And by, by these musicians and these artists, I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe like what I was seeing. And I'd previously been lucky while I was in high school, I started interning at different record labels. My sister's best friend. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Her dad was a guy named Rob Kahane and he had a label uh-huh. called Trauma Records. So when I was 14, mm-hmm. I was cleaning out their, you know, their mail room and cleaning out attics. Oh, and, how cool. And, oh, it was, it was the best because at that time they had Bush and No Doubt signed to them. And this was for their first records. And I was mm-hmm. a huge fan of those bands. And just to be in that environment where, I saw our radio department. I saw the A&R department. I saw the, the executive department just to see like how records were being cultivated, how um, touring was being scheduled and being able to participate and like go to like, like Rob was awesome. Like he, he, we flew to Vegas for two hours to go see Bush play, you know, and then flew oh, back. Oh no. Like, wow. That's oh, so it was cool. Awesome. Yeah. Living the and, life. Like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was such. It was. Yeah, it no. was so the life, and I, I was so lucky to see that because at an early age, I just mm-hmm. knew, wow, this is this is what I want to be a part of. And coming from LA to Miami, I brought all my equipment with me, not really knowing what I was doing, but just kind of going mm-hmm. for it. I still don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going for it. And you're going luckily, for it, making I, it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Great stuff. But I got connected to all these incredible artists and, and just thought, let me uh, let me take kind of the experiences I've had from working at, at this label. And and then I met this other person, this guy, Steph Altman, who has a company called Mophonics, and they were scoring commercials and mm-hmm. making money at, at their music. So when I was like 19, I played this guy like 50 beats and he used one of them for an MTV commercial. So... I was oh, able wow. to see, okay, well, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Like to make $750 at 19 and to be able to look yeah, on the screen no, and no, see. Totally, and yeah. It was, it was one of those time. moments. Oh, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I spent the money on drugs. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I saved the money like no. a nice Jewish boy, like a nice Jewish boy would do. I, I bought an Israeli bond. Um, I, I, uh, <laughs> I saved the money, but 
but I saw very early on, okay, there's, I had some experience with labels and then I've had some experience with um, using music and syncing it and TV shows, commercials. So why not like try to partner that together and, and create some kind of platform for artists and talent in Miami. And that's really what was the seed of uh, 10K Island. Oh, wow. That's very, very cool. Well, you know, um, who are some of the musicians that you work with when you do these? Because, I mean, I know they did a remix on the song Dynamite, which we're going to play, but I also want to play the song Blast Off, which is your newest release, which I know just came out. Um, but who, like, who goes in the studio with you? you? Is it just you, and um, <clears throat> do you do it all, or...? Oh no no no! I'm a, I, okay. I'm a born I'm a born collaborator, so oh, and cool. I I I love working with people and that's okay. that's one thing that's been so good is typically you know rather than seeing other people as that are way better talents than you as competition I'm like oh these are the people that I want to work with and mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to Miami. Um, the person who I co-wrote Blast Off with is this guy named Brian Robertson, and he is a phenomenal prodigy enigma. The guy can literally mm-hmm. play everything. He's just not only is he musically talented, but energetically having him in the room is just a pleasure. It's like having holy water sprinkled all over you and fairy dust. He is is awesome. So when uh when Blast Off came to be, I had kind mm-hmm. of the idea for it and then he, he just you know, he brought in a different musicality and helped change chords that kinda of gave gave it the the song just a totally different direction that I would have taken it in. And then we co produced it together and that was, you know, just super duper fun and that whole process is this it's is great like all live drums 808 um i uh steel drums um and then my A&R Miles Beard he suggested having horns on it so then we threw live horns on it so oh, wow. it's like a it's, mm-hmm. it's like a big jambalaya um and it was recorded mm-hmm. in Miami at our studio Yeah I saw you had a studio in Miami tell me about that that's cool yeah, so we we started the company in a dorm room in Miami, um, 10K. started in a <laughs> dorm room, and then we moved from a dorm room to half of a bedroom in a house to then a couple rooms in a house. Then we rented a whole house in Coconut Grove, and we basically moved six of our writer artists into this house, and every room was a studio. And we had people living oh, wow. in closets. Yeah, it was, it, was, mm-hmm. it was nuts. We were, uh, it was like around 20. 324 and then um and then once we saw like okay well we're out we kept outgrowing things you know we were scoring commercials the we grove were scoring is cool. films yeah oh the grove wow. is the shit it's the best yeah and, it is. and our house oh yeah, yeah yeah our house was ridiculous it was awesome um where where in the, in land- the grove were you what part it's this street called Tuckananta. uh-huh do you know where so, Grove you know, Isle is? Yeah, we, you, we, I, I used to run there almost every other day. It was like a time and a uh, walk okay. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to uh, live there for a short time. Yeah, Grove Isle is very cool. It's a great you, island. Did you live at Grove Isle? Yes, I did. It was very interesting. Ooh. 
It was a lot of well, fun, but now it's yeah, like, you... but now it's like the Grove is so different now. It's it's like you go there and it's so much more commercialized, you know. But um, oh, it's still got that like really cool twist to it. And South Beach is just so fun. I could just see where you could like have so much fun in South Beach because, you know what I loved about down there on Sundays, you could go anywhere in the middle of the afternoon and go to a club and go dancing. Um, did you ever go to Sundays on the Bay? Uh, no. You know where that is? Biscayne? Biscayne Beach? Biscayne Island? Like, you know, on the way down towards, uh, it's off the right. You just, how you get to it, it's like basically a dock, and it's called Sundays on the Bay, and um, you can come up on your boat. You know, everybody has a boat in Florida, or in Miami, as they say, and, um, <laughs> you know, you just drive up in your boat, get off, and go in and, and dance and uh, eat really well, good Well, I wish I was food. hanging out. So. I, I should have been hanging out with you and your friends because my uh, Sundays were, were spent recuperating from Saturday. <laughs> so no, you were doing it better than I was. Way. Oh, no. But, you know, when you live in Florida, you don't feel like you're uh, – you know, you're. You always feel like you're on vacation. Well, you know, well, when you're living well, Miami, down there. Miami, Florida, like this is what you realize. It's nuts down there, and there's so mm-hmm. many different cultures, and there's so many different things that don't belong mm-hmm. where they are, and that's why they call it the mm-hmm. Magic City. Literally, there's this gas station that I think it's on 17th and uh, US One, and. Mm-hmm. Within the gas station is this world-class Spanish restaurant. Inside the gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah. With yeah, unbelievable yeah, yeah. I know selection, what you're talking about. So you've got all, mm-hmm. this, all this crazy, all these different crazy elements that, like, don't belong, but they fit perfectly. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I love Miami so much. And it's, it's in Miami that, that really this whole Nikki Blitz project was born. And it was just literally being influenced by, like, all of that, all of the color, all of all of really the, the well, yeah, because you, you you literally we you can work in the studio till like two thirty three in the morning, oh, yeah. and then people are just getting started to hit the club, and you literally don't. Mm-hmm. Ever oh have no, to I totally watering. totally, yep, I totally I I get that. I know um, there's a couple studios criteria. That um, to go to a lot. Of, I had a lot of friends recording there, you know, like the like CSNY and Stephen Stills. They all loved Criteria, you know. I was like around the music like that. It was like crazy. And Johnny Anderson from Yes, and just everybody would love to go to Criteria. And then there was some like obscure people that would just come in, and everybody would just like record till two or three in the morning and four in the morning, and then just go out. You know, <laughs> and, like and, okay. and not and not come home, <laughs> and, and I know. Out. Literally, mm-hmm. the, well, I think I think now it's called the Hit Factory, but that place is like, like mm-hmm. I've had like like dreams come true in that studio. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I got to I got to see because I'm kind of more of like from a hip hop background growing up. Like, yeah, I got yeah. to see Scott Storch. I got to see Danger Hands, who was Timberland's right hand while oh, they're cool. p- producing Nelly Furtado loose and all this. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane mm-hmm. in Miami. I think, 
I mean, Barry Gibb reps Miami harder than anybody. Like, <laughs> Barry Gibb is such a G. So, so to have Barry Gibb out there, and then we had Uncle Luke from uh, Two Live Crew. Uh, we, we scored, uh-huh. you know, the 30 for 30s? Uh-huh, uh-huh. The documentary series on ESPN. So we yeah. we work with, with Billy Corbin and Alfred Spellman. They they got a company called Rack and Tour, and they are, like, they are the ambassadors and the mayors of Miami. The stories that they tell are incredible. They do Coke and Cowboys, the U, Dogfight, mm-hmm. and we do all of their work. We score all of their films. And, you know, we had a recording session with Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew, like, in our studio. It's so it's, it, the, the, the town is, is – is the smallest town in the world. No, and it's fun too. And it's fun too. And now are you, where are you now? Where are you located now? You're in the um, LA area, correct? I'm right underneath Runyon Canyon. So I can look look at every tour. Nice. I love Runyon Canyon. I used to go up there with the dogs all the time, the dogs. And then you have the, you have the bus stop to heaven up there. You know, you've got that, that, bench at the top of the hill that they that it's like okay where are you gonna go but yeah, yeah. that's great that's a really you're great place go to run so if you're a runner you yeah and you like to walk dogs and stuff yeah it's a really great place running canyon um yeah it's big it's shout so out beautiful. to running canyon right now what's up running keep doing your thing Mhm. no totally um you know what I wanted to ask you was about your newest release, which I want to play real quick, um, which is, let me see, Brilliant Blast Off. Tell me a little bit about that, and we'll play it, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more, and we'll play a couple other really cool tunes, because I know people really love it. Great. That so was... Count, Blast uh, Off. So you want to hear the story about Blast Off? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's the story, Holly. It's crazy, so, so <laughs> prepare yourself. Um, I picked up a guitar, and I just I, I hit two notes. I was like, oh, those notes are cool. And that kind of started the vibe of it. Then my friend Luke Molman was in town. He's a phenomenal drummer. And I said, hey, can mm-hmm. you do some kind of like country-style drums on this? And, and he laid that down. So we had the, the drums, the guitar. And then Brian tweaked these chorus chords, Brian Robertson. And then um, at that period, we we were scoring a bunch of commercials, and we were looking to expand um, our operation from Miami into Los Angeles. And we found a studio in Venice Beach that we were gonna set up shopping. And I just remember, like like the chorus, I was just screaming, "I'm a coming, I'm a coming, I'm a coming, I'm a coming, let's blast yeah. off!" So it's kind of like my own inner anthem to say, "Let's do this." let's succeed. And my dad is a, is an awesome, awesome man and super smart. And a lot of the lyrics are kind of about like his life and a lot of the things that he told me, you know, as far as oh, wow. work and business and, all, and practice. Ask you. Yeah. I wanted to ask yeah. you about who your mentors were and who really like, who did you really look up to and what kind of music you were listening to when you were younger and stuff, you know? We can get into that when we after after the song. You want me to play Blast Off real quick, and then let's come back and let's talk about uh, what really shaped you into doing this amazing music that you're doing because it's really fun. You want to do that? Sounds great. Let her rip. 
Yeah, okay. All right, so I'm going to play Blast Off really quick. And, uh, again, um, we're on the air with Mickey Blitz, and uh, we'll be right back and enjoy this song. Hold on. energy now let me guess were you the whistler no <laughs> no i wish i was so so in, in if you i don't if you hear in the bridge i i, I literally go are we allowed to cuss on this or no that's okay yeah yeah just just try to not yeah yeah it's cool all right it it in because okay so basically once the song was laid out one of my really really close family friends is guy named Isaac uh-huh. already he's I think he's got to be in his 70s now unbelievable head of hair um mm-hmm. he he came in <laughs> and the and the, the chords were there and he started whistling and I was looking at him going are you serious and I, I said to him I go whistle on it so he literally whistled that thing in one take and that's why I say oh fuck. are you serious yeah that's all oh, live like he whistled that 
we chopped it up a little bit. He whistled it on one take, and I was going, wow. So uh, that's that's why oh, that's I say, funny. oh, fuck. That's, oh, no, that is I, really funny. That That's really funny. <laughs> you know, I have to ask you, um, so that's your latest release. Okay, so let's give your website out real quick, and then also where they can get the music. Um, let's do that real quick. So NikkiBlitz.com. Unfortunately, I haven't updated it in like three years, <laughs> but it's oh still there. God. If you want to go, look, if you want to go look at it, go look at it. But everything is available on Spotify, on Apple. Um, if you if you hit me up via Twitter or Instagram. Um, I can send you the MP3 and you're on Facebook. too. I'm and on, you're Facebook. on Facebook too. We're we're I doing know. the whole social media. We're on Red Velvet Media right now. We're here <laughs> in <Yeah>. the studio. <laughs> this is fun. This is fun. You know, um, I think that's such a great song. You know, I wanted to ask you also the song Alex. Tell me about the song Alex because I'll tell you a funny story afterwards. What's what was the song? What was the song Alex about? Alex is another Miami classic. Um, I met okay. this beautiful girl, Alex. She was great. Um, and basically, we we started talking, and that song started off being about her. She, she While we were on the phone, she was like, write a song about me. And I said, all right, cool. So, uh, so as, we were, uh-huh. as we were talking on the phone, I just started, like, playing some stuff and jamming. And... Um, it started off being about her and like our like first initial conversation meeting each other. And it mm-hmm. happened in a half an hour, the, the first two verses. And then I, I like was going through this other breakup with this other girl. And, um, mm-hmm. and then I, I looked, I looked, cause I looked at the song and the song was all electronic. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I really want to flesh this out and spend time on it. So I re-recorded everything. Um, uh-huh. And I wanted to I wanted to have everyone that was at 10K play on it, and everyone that I, I wanted I want everyone's energy on it. And the song kind of was a labor of love, and it, it took me seven months to get it right, and like 40 mixes, and um, mm-hmm. it started just kind of like musically started like trying to just shape, you know, my my childhood and being in the valley and in LA and like. And it just was, it just was the shape of my sadness in the valley and, and nostalgia and all that. I like the video. I like the video because the video takes you like from um, a house and then through LA and then you find you end up in Malibu. I think it looks like Malibu. Um, You you can, you can think, you can think you end up in Malibu. I love that you think that you end up there. That's great. That's like where no it's it's like it's like it was really cool you know the video itself and if you it, you have to check out the videos on YouTube guys it's Nikki N I C K Y Blitz B L I T Z and um all the videos are great they're really great thank you i love thank you. i love the dy- i love dynamite too i love the skateboarding i've done that i've done skateboarding in the middle of the night in a dress with a bunch of people. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another party I should have been at. I'm always missing that. <laughs> Between that and the Biscayne, what do you say, Biscayne Sundays? You you are, like, enjoying Sundays your life. Sundays on the Bay. Sundays on the Sundays Bay. Sundays on the Bay. bay. In the mm-hmm. MIA. That's it. Yeah, but Alex is funny because um, 
my daughter. I have a daughter, and her name is Alex. And um, no I way. sent it to her, and I go, Alex, you have to hear this song. And she goes, oh, it's got my name in it. I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened to Alex, for her. anyway? What happened to you? What happened to Alex, Nikki? Alex is doing great. <laughs> she she she's doing great. The other relationship was not doing great, um, and that's that's where we're at with it. I'm, it, it was. I'm really glad I, it, it it got finished. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, people are like, "Are funny. you thinking about a guy?" I go, "Whatever you want. No. Whatever you want it to be. Whatever you want. Whatever you want." Exactly. No. Well, you know what's really cool? If you look at your style, and it's really cool. How would you How would you describe your style of dressing well, and just your whole thing? My my personal style. Yeah. I would I would describe it as great. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I mean for for starters I. Uh, my I have a I have a, a stylist that I work with who happens to be um this 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 cool like I love working with women because women know everything mm-hmm. women have the greatest power on earth they're the most powerful beings on the planet Mother Earth Aww, Mother well, Nature thank you. so I just kind of let like my I I got Janine Israel so she's uh she's like the uh, the architect of of the look for for him. she will not take credit because some of the stuff I wear she goes I would never wear that don't mention my name but I don't care I'm gonna mention it and then my sister is Joe Joanna Scappa she's brutal oh that's awesome so, and mm-hmm. then I got my my other best friend um, Devin Lucien he's an amazing DJ we've been friends since I was like seven so twenty seven years. And and they're just brutally horribly honest, so that kind of helps shape everything. And I like to oh, wow. I like to I like to dress up when I play, and I like to kind of dress up when when I go out because it feels good. It feels nice to put on a suit or a shirt or something that makes you feel good. You because we're not alive that long, so you might as well feel great when you leave the house and when you're when you're out in the world. You want to feel sharp. You want to feel good, and that's. That's the oh, point no, of, like, absolutely. You know? It's fun. You know, I saw some of your pictures, and they're really, really cool. I like the style. Um, now, tell me a little bit about, like, uh, what we were saying, like, when you were growing up. Like, what were you listening to besides working in a record company at 14 years old? Um, what kind of music were you it, listening it, to, and who, who were your mentors? Well, see, it wasn't what I was listening to. It was what my parents were listening to because they okay. were were unbelievable. Like, music was always blasting in my house, and it was always, you know, Bill Withers, Bruce Spring- Springsteen, Tom Petty, Michael Jackson, Fleetwood Mac, Sly and the Family Stone. It was just – my household was a musical household. My mom is an good insanely good dancer. Yeah, great music, and mm-hmm. we. I was really. I grew up really, really, really fortunate because my parents would always want to hang out with us, and they like my first concert ever was Michael Jackson. Um, bad. Oh wow! And it was just yeah, it was insane. And my dad was a huge Van Morrison fan, and no oh, guru, really? no method, Ooh. no teacher. Oh, mm-hmm. and if that's like meditative, and my mom was. I mean, it, just so much music and so much life that, you know, 
growing up listening to all that. And then like when like, you know, hip hop came out and, and Tupac and Dre because of my, my parents' background, like listening to like the Gap mm-hmm. Band and Prince and all of this funk, like, oh, yeah. like West Coast G-Funk is basically samples all that music. So when that stuff came out, m- my parents were totally down with it and loved it and loved the, mm-hmm. loved the whole vibe of it. So like I grew up, I'm, I'm a, I'm an LA kid. So I grew up on like West Coast, like, I love Dre. I love Snoop. I love Eminem. I love Outkast. Love uh-huh. Lauryn Hill. But 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 then later on in life, people were hearing my music and they're like, oh, some of it sounds like The Cramps and some of it sounds like um, ESG and some of it sounds like post punk. And and these people are way cooler than me and know about way hipper stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just never listen to it. And then, you know, obviously in college, like Arcade Fire and LCD Sound System. LCD was like huge influence but then from lcd i learned all about georgia marauder and that whole world like music is just awesome and it's in such a good place right now and it's so it's oh, so yeah. much more honest right now than i think it's been in a mm-hmm. long time especially with with hip-hop being as huge as it is like i look at post malone and it's just that guy's like i mean that guy's an unbelievable artist oh yeah totally. like he can i get that he can play a he can play a bob dylan song beautifully strum a guitar and sing amazingly well and then you can like cut a verse in one of his in his records and just demolish everyone like that's like such talent and such freedom mm-hmm. yeah you know um it's like there's so much out there right now and you have so many choices on music and you know when i heard when i heard your music and then i started listening to more of it I was just like, wow, this is really cool stuff because it's it's borderline also some of it's a very surf type music. It's um, you know, it it goes back and forth a lot of it. Um it's very 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 got a lot of really amazing sounds, all different kinds of sounds. Now, when you get a project like when you were told or when you're asked to do like, you know, a commercial do you write the music around the commercial or do you write the music and then they make the commercial around that? Well, well, I, I actually in the early days, we, I would pray for those mm-hmm. commercials. So, so yeah. I, we, we, I mean, it was literally like, like hunting for those commercials to get the work is the hardest part. So, so once we mm-hmm. got the work that then me personally, my job was over. Like, because my partner Reed would, would handle most of that. Like I would bring the team together and then Reed would, cause he's classically trained. He would help, you know, finish and complete the job. Sometimes my own personal records were done, but I was never sitting down and scoring the picture. And like, cause I, I, my mind doesn't work that way. I, I could like kind of help direct mm-hmm. it and stuff, but, but typically like if, if we get lucky, they just pick something from our, our library that's already existing. And if you need to tailor something, we have, writers and producers part, as part of the company that would, would uh, score to the picture. Oh, cool. What are you currently working on right now? Are you working on anything um, new? I, I'm constantly writing um, and working on uh, some new songs to be released. So writing uh, a bunch of new material um, and really enjoying it. That's, that's one of the beauties about 
being able to focus on this full time now is riding with other people and kind of incorporating their lives into the into the track. It's, it's been it's been awesome mm-hmm. to work with some some of this other talent that I've never been able to explore before. No, really, really cool. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, you know, you have a couple other tracks here. I wanted. I really want. I wanted to talk about the song Hawk too because I hadn't heard that one. But you know what I wanted to do was play Dynamite. Let's talk about that song really quick. Um, tell me a little bit about your inspiration on Dynamite. Well, when I heard the track, I I immediately my my uh, co-writer on it, uh, Patrick Hart, he um, he sent me the track just just out of the blue, and and I told him immediately. I go, dude, this is a Nikki Blitz song. And he's like, he he didn't think so, and I go, no, it is, and literally. I was just running on the beach. I, I do this run in, my, in Miami, actually, from uh, 3rd Street to past um, the Satai Hotel. Or the, yeah, yeah, it's oh, the wow. Satai. It's like a, like a four-mile mm-hmm. run. Um, and yeah, on the beach, I, I wrote the song just in my head and just, just wrote it. And it was done in my head. And then I came back and recorded it on my phone in my apartment. And, and that was it. And it was just like... I just was visualizing myself watching some, you know, a beautiful, uh, a beautiful woman being uh, pretty acrobatic with her body. So oh, no. That's, it's, that, an, that's it's, what, it's a great, it is, it's a great, it's a great song. Are you there? I'm here. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm here. Can I you, thought I lost you. Yeah, no. You're, you're, you're never going to lose me. I'm, I am here. <laughs> In I the thought, studio. I, I thought I lost you. I thought I was like, no. oh no, I lost him. No, because our my studio has been acting weird, you know, because we've been having we had those fires here, and it was crazy. Um, Sonoma like burned, so it was crazy. I know. Um, I'm so sorry. You know what I wanted to do? No, no, no. It's all good. I mean, we're all like coming back, and um, you know, I'm just really grateful that a lot of people. And a lot of things, you know, stayed okay because there was so much tragedy up here, really, seriously. I just don't, you know, it makes me sad. So that's why it's, like, really fun to do this and listen to really great music and talk about the intention behind it and the reason and and really hear great music and, you know, see see amazing things you know like last night i went to a show it was really really cool saw some old guys from uh i saw some people from rem and um uh aleandro escovedo and uh it was really cool it was a cool show it was um you know just like you know you get to hear everything out here in california so that's what's so cool i know that you what you're talking about when you're saying it's just like you get to hear everything um Let's play um let's play dynamite really quick. Um Great. and then we'll come back real quick. Is that cool? Please. I really want to play that. That's a great song. Okay, here we go. This is Dynamite. And all this music you have to get you have to watch the videos and you have to uh find it on uh on Apple and where else did you say? It's on um 
Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Spotify. You can yeah. you can probably okay. find it on and download it illegally if you still want to do that. Like, go for it. <laughs> Have fun. It's oh, probably easier so to just to, to just just do it the right way. Just 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 cough up ten bucks. You can have everything at your fingertips. Who who wants to waste time? You don't want to waste time. I know. Come on. You're... Having to try to do something. I know. Well, here, enjoy dynamite, and we'll be right back with the Nikki Blitz. Here you guys go. Crazy synthesizer. Um, oh wow! Yeah, the the old the good old synth coming in for the kill. <laughs> That's a great. Well, I have to tell everyone you have to go watch the uh, YouTube video. There's two of them, but the one that's really cool is the skateboarding one. I love how they put the uh, 
the little sparklers on the back of the skateboards when they're going down the hill and stuff. I thought that was great. That was a did it, cool video. We did it for and you. then the one with you. Oh yeah. And we did it safe we did it safely too. We had we had a fire extinguisher on hand. <laughs> you never know what can yeah. happen with the sparkler. Oh uh, no. Tell me about no, it. No, I'm kidding. We we, we, we we did we did it, but you know, a little sparkle. You gotta you gotta be able to contain a little sparkle. No, absolutely. You know, I wanted to ask you, do you do any house concerts? I mean, do you perform like live and stuff? What where have you and do you oh, have I love, coming up? I love I love performing live. That that's I that's bet. really why this that's really why this whole project happened is because my friends um were throwing this festival called the Sweet Green Festival. I mean, excuse me, they have a mm-hmm. restaurant called Sweet Green. Um, and they have a festival called the Sweet Life Festival. And when I first released uh, Summer Center, which is like the first record I ever did, which was in 2010, um, I like couldn't believe that I had almost 700 plays in a day. That was shocking to me. And because I don't, I never came from you know the background of being an artist really. And um, and they heard they it. And they, they're you. like, dude, they, they, my friend. They think your music's great, so yeah, they they they, li- they they liked it. So I played there. I was turning thirty, and I played their festival, and then that uh-huh. for some reason got like interest from from other people that I I never would have expected of interest from. And then when I saw that interest happening, I go, you know what? I gotta I gotta spend more time doing this, and it's been great. It's been the the one unex another one of the big unexpected parts of my life. Do you have any um, gigs coming up soon that people could possibly attend? I do not have anything in the books now, but um, I I'm like dying to play. So uh, I bet you are. Hopefully, hopefully sooner than later. I do have um, a video coming out for Blast Off. We put out the lyric video on Monday. And mm-hmm. the main video, the, the actual video will give you a taste of what it's like to come to a Blitz show and see it live. Um, and that's going to be coming out in like a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Did you spend any so, time in Europe at all? Uh, as Did, as a performer or as a, a personal? <laughs> no, just going there and, and just listening to some of the music over there. And oh, yeah. I, just getting I've any really inspiration lucky. and stuff. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I've been I've been able to travel all over the world, and uh, I've been inspired by by every every step I've taken. It's it's awesome. Like whether you're in Turkey or Thailand or um, or Cincinnati, there is something to be gained everywhere. Um, it could be oh yeah, you're talking to a cab driver or a security guard or a shopkeeper. Everyone could could tell you mm-hmm. a word or one or phrase or say something that can can stick with you forever. It could turn into a song, it could turn into a lesson. It's just there's there's wonderful answers everywhere and, and wonderful um wonderful antidotes to to grab onto. Oh no, totally, yeah. I mean I know for me personally when I've traveled, just you know, it's inspired me to just like, you know, 'cause I write a lot. And um, it's just like it inspires me to write. Also, I love to take pictures. So it's like 
but taking photography and <clears throat> doing stuff like that. Like my girlfriend right now is in Italy. She's um, she worked for CNN for a while, and then now she's going over. She's over there because she wants to do a film. She's in uh, Florence, and she wanted to do a film. And she sent me pictures of like the architecture and stuff. It's just so majestic over there, you know. And I could just uh, see where so many people got their inspiration to do so much music and art and you think back like you know like when all the great painters were painting and stuff and what their inspiration was and then the music of the time and stuff it's so great um what um do you see like as far as like what's next for you besides just like i know you definitely want to do a concert and you're working on some different things and you got this video coming out do you um see yourself working on any new projects you want to share with us? I, I really want to um, invest all my energy into into this project and kind of and make it pop and make it pop in a way where it can bring me across the world and I want to play for everybody. That's really what mm-hmm. my goal is: is to be able to to play and and reach as many people as possible. That's that's the mm-hmm. whole the whole point of it all, really. Like that's that's what I'd love to have happen. Well, well, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, they can uh, reach out to you. What would be the best way if they want to get in they, touch they with you? Just, as far they as can just like come over, just come over to my house, and we can have some tea, <laughs> um, some bison, go for a walk up Runyon. You can you can call bison. You call anymore. Bison? Yeah. Are you serious? Bison? Bison. Bison is such a good meat. You put that with a little, little sea salt, a little garlic powder. You are feeling really? ready for the day. Oh yeah, it's a, it's the, one of the leanest meats in the world. Um, get in touch, I love everyone. Tea. Get in touch. Get in touch. Bison. You're, you're, see, I'm gonna... let's get in. Let's get in touch. <laughs> Call me. Bison. That's funny. Oh wow, you're so funny. Um, you are you know, too. I have to you tell, are too. <laughs> You no, know, no, seriously, because you know. Now, see, what I want to know also is, where did you grow up? You grew up, is it in in L.A. or in California? I grew up. I, I I I grew up in the Valley. I'm a Valley boy. Eight one eight. You are. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a real deal Valley boy. Um, I'm I went to I'm I'm a Valley kid. That's good. I, yeah, I I think so. I mean, a lot of people a lot of people like don't that. like the valley. A lot of people don't like it, but I, I'm happy that they don't because they they didn't get to see what I got to see. Like, no one comes to LA and is like, oh my god, I gotta show you the valley. You got you, you gotta come here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I loved growing up over there, and all all my same friends are all we're all valley all valley people still. We well, so, you know what's it's, really cool about the valley too is they have, um, you know, I like I like all the different restaurants and stuff they have out there in Ventura and stuff like that. It's really nice. Tom Petty liked them. Um, Tom Tom Petty yeah, liked them a lot. Definitely. The definitely. Michael Jackson liked them. He's a Valley boy. <laughs> is he? I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, he, he, they, they, the Jacksons lived like, like down the street from me. They all they all grew up uh, 
after they left. I think it was Indiana. They all uh, really? moved over there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Um, well, so now, what, um, what, like, what's a normal day for you? I mean, do you go into the studio and work on things, or is, like, do you just, like, do projects as they come in, or what's going on with you? Like what? You like want you want to you want to wake you want to you want to wake up with Nikki Bliss right now? Let's wake up. Let's wake up. Yeah, I'm gonna let's wake up. Wake up at around like seven thirty, seven forty-five. Meditate. Do a little do nice. a little uh, little thankful ceremony to thank all the all the winds and the mountains and the trees and just thank you. Meditate. Do that for about twenty minutes. Then go to mm-hmm. the gym or, or, or go walk on Runyon or do some kind of activity so then you can stretch, get that out of the way, have a nice a nice little meal. And then, like, it depends on if it's, like, an administrative bison. day, which is bison. <laughs> Boom. And then, uh, and then, and then, you know, either, either you're doing something, you know, for, for the project, like, like working on the video mm-hmm. or writing songs or finishing things. And then, um, and then like, typically, like if I can hang out with like my family, like my parents or, or, uh, oh, nice. or, or if I, if I can do something like nice, like, like once or twice during the week, I try to do that. And then, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just, I, I just want to work on the project as much as possible. So it's like either meeting with people to do that, um, meeting with people for, for 10 K to like bring more people into that world as well. But, but really mm-hmm. most of my energy is focused like primarily on, uh, on blitz right now. That's awesome. Well, you know, what I wanted to ask you was, um, when you are like working on these different projects and stuff, are there people that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? That, I mean, if you could work with anyone right now, who would it be? If I could work with any, I want to work with. I want to work with everyone. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I I I think it would be cool as hell to work with uh, um, Jeff Lynn. I'd I love to work with him. I'd love to work with Jeff Basker. I'd love to work. I actually I would love to work with Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age more than anybody. Oh, mm. I got I got to get you in touch with somebody then, afterwards. Yeah. Okay. He, All he, right. Please do, please do. Josh Homme is my, uh, like my number one. Like he'd be he'd Josh Homme and then probably Pharrell. Those mm-hmm. two, Chad Hugo, um, and then um, I think her name's Hillary Lindsay. She's a she wrote Lady Gaga, a Million Reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Linda Perry, I'd love to work with Linda Perry, you know, from Four Non Blonde, but they're also one of the biggest mm-hmm. songwriters. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just well, you never know, I, I lo- you never know, Nikki, you never know who's listening, okay? You never, so, James Murphy, you know, for why everyone not? out there, <laughs> no, for anyone out there listening, have you, you know, it's funny, you mentioned Queens of the Stone Age, um. Have you seen any of, uh, you know, there's a really cool artist. His name's Justin Hampton. Have you ever seen any of his artwork? No. Done a lot of Queens of the Stone Age and uh, ACDC, I think Metallica. You know, some really heavy, really incredible 
posters, artwork. You have to look his name up, Justin Hampton. And then I have another friend. Um, she's on Melrose, and um, she, I think, is um, connected to them. I'm going to actually call her. Name is Zani Rudolph. Have you ever heard? Have you ever met Zani Rudolph? She's mm-hmm. an artist. She embellishes album covers, and um, awesome. She's got a store on Melrose. So yeah, Queens of the Stone Age that came up, you know, a lot with a lot of different people. So that would be really kind of a cool thing. Might happen for you. You never know. And then you some never of other know. people. You never know you exactly. Never know. Um, you know, what well, what I would like to do is have you back, um, you know, after you release your video and, and after you um, – I'm going to make a couple calls, too, for some people um, that I would like to maybe possibly introduce you to. So um, what I wanted to do was what um, – I'm looking here. The song we didn't haven't played yet is Hawk um, and Alex. Which one should we end with? This is your train. What? So you're driving. No, you're I'm, driving. I'm no, no, no. To, you're, it's I, your, it's I, your I choice. To, I got, I got to pick the song that we opened no, with. No, Alex no, no, no. Or, I get um, to, I, I get to, I get to sit back and relax and let. You're doing everything. Okay. You're, you're murdering this okay. show. So you pick it. Go okay. with your gut. Well, tell me, tell me about the song Hawk. What's that about? Because that's kind of a cool Hawk. song. Hawk was was literally living in New York in the West Side uh, West West Village, and mm-hmm. um, it was just it was like the lyrics were just it was just a whole mumbled it was a whole mumbled song about being able to shape shift and have magic between your heart. Pilot, so that's, that's what like Carlos Castaneda, the um, the uh, books, right? You, my dad obsessed with it. my dad. I actually bought it, and my dad is obsessed <sighs> with that book of Don Juan, the teaching. Oh, they're all unbelievable books, um, and it's so funny because I read those books, and I was just like, "Wow, people can really do this." You know, you could shape shift, and you know, it's really funny out here in Sonoma. We have a lot of hawks. And it's really weird when I leave my house and I'm driving, there are there's always a hawk that's following my car. I can see it above, way, way up high. And um, we have a lot of hawks around here. And um, it just seems like every time I'm out, there's always one above my car, like way up really high. And then um, it's just trippy. Yeah, shape-shifting. Interesting. Tell the hawk brought I that said up. what's up. Tell the hawk I know. hello. Say, say, say Nikki I says hi and have fun flying let's the friendly end... skies. No, really. No, so let's end the show today with the song Hawk. And, um, again, if you missed the beginning of the show, it will be available afterwards on Revolt Media Blog Talk Radio and also on um, iTunes probably within like an hour. It'll be on there. And uh, if you want to get in touch with Nikki, you can um, find him on Facebook, Twitter. His videos are up on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. And, um, and you can and come here. to my house. You can so, download. Yeah, just... yeah, absolutely. So listen, keep in, I'm going to be in touch with you like later on today, okay? Great. And I will, uh, Thank you so much. 
let you know what's going on. Yeah, oh, please. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I can see who's uh, listening live, and that's kind of cool. And we've got people, we've got one person in the chat room, but I know I see a lot of people that are listening live. So I want to thank everyone that's been listening today. And uh, tune in Friday. I'll be back on Friday with my co-host um, from New York. Um, and uh, And with that, we're going to end our show with Hawk. Is there anything I didn't cover that you want to talk about, Nikki? I just wanted to tell that one person in the chat room. I feel you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> that you, one person. You are, oh, you, you don't that have one no person, idea how many whoever you are. Live. You are great, and we appreciate you for being here with us right now. Oh, definitely. And um, there are a lot of live listeners. Just so you know, a lot of people are listening and all live. live so listeners. for everyone thank, out there, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, and get ready for uh, get ready for the holidays. The holidays are coming. Oh yeah! Are you ready? Are you ready for the holidays I'm, or what? I'm I, I'm I'm like ready. I just I want to get a bunch of stuff done beforehand. So when you when you can really really enjoy them. Um, it's crazy how. Uh, everybody's just skipping over Thanksgiving and everything in the stores all Christmas already. It's weird, but um, yeah, I like for it. Thanksgiving. It's cool. I know. Oh yeah, so Thanksgiving's coming up, guys. Be thankful. Um, you know, make sure you uh, write down things that you're grateful for. And uh, it's Wednesday, guys. Please don't drink and drive. And um, yeah, get an <laughs> Uber or fun, whatever you're doing. Get a get a lift. Get a lift. Mm-hmm. And don't text and drive. You know, no. You know what I usually do? I, I, I. Um, you know, for Thanksgiving, I usually do a show what I'm grateful for. But this year, um, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna be doing that. But you know, you can. Everybody can just tell me what they're grateful for. They can call, you know, or text me or email me or whatever. But anyway, we're gonna play Hawk now, and I want to thank Nikki so much for being here today. And uh, I'll see everybody on Friday. And, Nikki, I'll be in touch with you a little bit later. Okay? Great. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Here you guys go.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.